and welcome to the Funkaholics podcast. I have an amazing episode for you guys today. I got blessed in being featured on Best of USA Toys on Instagram. And there are two ladies that are moderators for this site, and they are absolutely amazing. Their photography alone is next level. I am proud to introduce them, but before we get there, we got to let you know that the Funkaholics podcast is starting right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics podcast. say it once i'll say it again the the hair on my arm just raises when I, when i hear that introduction and i'm getting ready to introduce two amazing people on the podcast so without further ado let's bring these wonderful ladies in so first i've got christina hey guys how you doing welcome to the funkaholics podcast christina thank you thanks so much for having us Oh, absolutely. And last but not least, I've got Jody with us. Hey, everyone out there. <laughs> Welcome to the Funkaholic Podcast, Jody. Thank you so much. Okay. So before we get into everything and we start going down the line, there is a tradition that we do here on the, Funkahol- the, Fun- Ugh, the Funkaholics Podcast, and that is we do a toast. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Absolutely. All right. So there's my toast to the both of you. Cheers. And cheers. Cheers for me. <laughs> so, Christina, what are you drinking? Um, Gatorade Zero. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and Jody, what do you got? Crystal Light Strawberry Wild. Ooh, very Ooh. nice. I am doing a Canada Dry Zero Sugar Ginger Ale. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, it's uh, it you know it's been it's become a, a favorite of mine lately. I try to get away from the sprites and all the other sodas and stuff. This one actually, it does the job. It takes care of business. <laughs> good, nice. All right, so I wanted to talk to you guys real quick, and um, what we'll do is you know we'll get into. Best of USA underscore toys on Instagram. And then I would also like to get your guys' stories, like on how you got into photography and stuff like that. So, does anybody want to start on talking about the story behind Best of USA underscore toys? Go ahead, Christine. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, COVID happened and I found myself not able to get out and do as much photography as I'd like to. I like to travel. I like to go see things and take pictures of different landscapes and lighthouses and things like that. So I found eBay um, and I found that I liked shooting toys (laughs) and um, I had just recently started uh, working for the the rest of the USA pages. Um, There's a, there's a over 60 pages uh, for best of the USA, different genres and States and things like that. And uh I found Jody through uh, working on these pages and she did some, to- she does toy photography um, as well. And we were kind of both going back and forth about, Hey, wouldn't it be awesome if we had a toys page? Cause there's all these other pages. And um, we discussed it with Carrie, who is the owner of the best of the USA pages. And she was right on board with us. She uh, started the page and we got in there and, just kind of hit the ground running and you know it's it's slowly building we're up to about a thousand followers and um it's a really nice supportive fun community we have a great time we have uh excuse me not just myself and jody but we have other moderators on the page as well um we've got wendy we have chris um oh my gosh i'm drawing a blank (laughs) there's there's shannon Shannon, thank you so much. <laughs> and Brandy. <laughs> and Brandy. Um, and some of them are on other pages as well for the best of the USA. They're all just a great group of, of people to work with. And they also enjoy toy photography as well. We all kind of do different things. Some of us are into to Funko Pops. Some of us, you know, 
some of us it's Marvel or, you know, and some of us just do a bunch of whatever comes our way. And that's, that's kind of, you know, it's just fun to be able to see the creativity that people come up just with shooting toys and they'll do these mashups where you have like Popeye with, I don't know, like Betty White or something. It's just, it's so creative and fun and it's, it's really been an awesome experience. That is really cool. I love what you guys are doing. I, I got pulled into the um, toy photography community um, probably about uh, a little over a year ago. One of my close friends that's on the Funkaholics podcast, Sal, he's on Instagram and he goes by Sal's Toys Photos. Um, and, you know, when I just started talking to him and then I started, you know, looking at his Instagram and, like, you know, the photos that he was doing and he was telling me, he's like, Nando, you can do this yourself too. Like you have all these Funko Pops, you have all these action figures. He's like, you got all these things. And he started to show me how to shoot them, you know, with my phone. And that's where I started out. And now I've evolved. I've purchased my first DSLR uh, camera. It's a Minolta. It's, you know, a little, little starter kit for me. But, you know, I found it at a great price and I'm, I've just been having a blast with it. So... I'm super excited and, you know, just for what you guys are bringing to the toy photography community is absolutely amazing. The photos you select, I'm like blown away every time. I'm so excited to be scrolling and seeing what you guys have out there for the next one. Oh, thanks. That, that means a lot. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. You guys are doing great things and whatever we can do from the Funkaholics podcast, promise I promise you we are going to put it out there and just get more of the community knowing what's what's going on with it and everything. I've already been telling the guys, I'm like, you guys got to follow them. You guys got to see what they're doing over here. And I know Sal was excited. He actually wanted to be on the podcast, but I told him, I was like, dude. Let me, let me, um, I go, let me get the jitters out of Jody and Christina. I was like, and then <laughs> we'll talk to them about future podcasts and we can bring, you know, we can bring Sal in and, you know, just keep it going with the, with the photography community. Awesome. That would be great. Yeah. So, so Christina, that was such a beautiful introduction to, you know, what's going on with, um, uh, with with best, uh, the best toy or uh, Jesus the best of <laughs> the best <laughs> the best USA underscore toys and what you guys are doing with that but talk to me about how you became a photographer. Um, so I guess I first picked up a camera when I was probably around seven or eight. Um, uh, my little brother had just been born and my mom handed me her camera which at the time was a video camera. So I, I started with that and it's just kind of, you know, it went from there to uh, film photography and then from there it went to digital. And over the years I've upgraded, you know, my equipment and whatnot. And um, it's just something that I have grown to need in my life. It just, it makes me see the world in a different way uh, through my lens. And it's, truly it's like getting connected kind of with nature and uh putting myself out there and seeing things that I probably wouldn't go see had I you know I don't I didn't have the need to go see it before I did photography uh and it's just it's something that I've always enjoyed doing and you know the more time I put into it as far as um making it into not only just a hobby but doing portrait photography as well I started my I've been doing portrait photography for a while, but I wasn't sharing any of my work. So I recently started a portraits page as well um, and kind of just starting to put some stuff out there. Um, but it's just, it's just a great hobby to have. And I really, I just, I need it in my life, to be honest. It, you know, I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it's, it's gotten me through some, some tough times and just kind of going out there. Let's just say, you know, I go out on a hike you know, I'm connected with nature. It's just like, it's my own way of, of kind of finding serenity and the everyday hecticness. And the toy photography was a way for me to still continue to do my photography during COVID when things were closed up and you couldn't go out and visit people. And I was still, you know, doing something, some type of photography. And I learned that kind of taught me how to do a little bit more indoor photography, whereas most of my stuff has been outdoors. So it's just, it's a really, really fun hobby. And um, it's really 
opened my eyes and also helped me to to meet a lot of great people through through these pages, through Instagram, through uh, physical meets in person. Um, I live in New Jersey, and there we've had a. I've been to several different meetups where I've met other photographers. Um, you know, it's it's just it's it's provided me with a lot of opportunity and really introduced me to so many great people. Very cool. I love that. And I love the I love the part where you said, you know, your mom put this camera in your hands and then all of a sudden, I mean, it just went from there. I am Instagram stalking you right now and your photos are <laughs> absolutely amazing. Like oh, thank you. I am just scrolling through them and so beautiful. Like you have so many different things in here but um the one thing is you know you do have a lot of outdoor shots so god the scenery that's available to you and the things that you've been able to see absolutely beautiful and thank you for putting these out there because i mean if you would have kept these from the world um that would have been extremely bad very very bad oh that's so flattering thank you so much it's it's been a blessing for me and i'm i'm grateful that i have a forum to share my work on i've I've always been in love with art and photography and all these things, but I was always one to like, I'm like, I don't know how they do it. So I'm just not even going to dip my toes in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, now finally that I'm getting to play with it, I understand exactly where you're coming from, where you say, you know, I get to be one with nature and, you know, I'm, I just kind of get swallowed into all this beauty and then I shoot it with my camera and I bring it to life and put these photos out there for everybody to see. So, you know, that is, that is really, really awesome. Thank you. Jody. Yes. You're, you're in the hot seat. So yeah, I guess. <laughs> talk to me. How did you get into photography? Well, I would like to say as a child, but my 4-H years of photography were pretty bad. So I really never thought I'd pick up a camera again, other than to just take family shots, you know, just for memories. And then about 10, 12 years ago, um, I had an older Sony handed to me and I said, you know what, I'm going to do this again. And it clicked that time. Notice on the word click there. Um, yes. <laughs> unintended, unintended. <laughs> but it did. And, you know, it's, it's evolved. And like Christina alluded to, it is a huge stress reliever for me. If, if you know, life just isn't going right. I pick that camera up and I go somewhere with it and it doesn't have to be anywhere special, but I go somewhere with it and I find something else to focus on another pun, but it does. It gives, <laughs> you, a, it gives you an outlet to, to get away from what's eating at you at the moment and to be able to come back later and, you know, put everything back in perspective a little bit and move on. Um, I'm big with, with my grandson and my grand dogs, you know, if you look through my gallery, you're going to see that nature is big. Macro is huge for me. There's so much that we don't normally get to see or the details that we don't get to see that when you put that macro lens on there that you bring out and that, that I'm just fascinated by nature in general. So to be able to see it even closer and to get that picture, to look at it another time or two is, is fantastic for me. The toy photography I've been doing since about 2019 when I got on Instagram, I saw some toy photos on there and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I got to try that. And I'm nowhere near a lot of those people and I have my own style for sure, um, but it's it's another outlet and it's it's fun. Sometimes it's frustrating because toys don't stand up for you. Or, you know, <laughs> I have all these things in my mind of what it's going to look like when it's done. And yeah, some of them just never come out like that. But it's it's great fun. Um, and it, like Christina said, also, you learn so much more about lighting and details and focus. And, you know, there's there's it's it's a whole learning thing for people that want to get even better this is a great venue for them to do it you know it's private you're not shooting someone else so you're not worried about how it's going to turn out in the end um it's not moving away from you unless it's falling over per se <laughs> and you can set it right back up so it's it's a great venue to really work on a lot of your skills and you know that's that's a big plus for me too <laughs> 
Very cool. I love that. I am I am Instagram stalking you now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is this your Dalmatian? It is my grand dog. Yes, my son's oh dog. Oh my god. <laughs> I love these photos. Okay, question. We talked about figurines falling over and stuff like that. We all know that frustration, but how do you keep the Dalmatian still? Well, see, that's another big thing for me because I'm big on people having their dogs have no basic commands. It's very important to me. So knowing those basic commands, they should already know how to sit and stay. (laughs) And then that just goes with the territory. We did start with her like two days after she came home. So eight weeks and two days. And I thought I could do it by myself. And then I went out and got my son and said, you got to come in here. You got to hold her, you know. <laughs> but within, you know, we, we did we did shoots with her every, you know, like every couple of weeks when she was little. And within a couple of weeks, she was momentarily sitting. So it was a huge plus for her foundation, for her basic commands. Um, that's the biggest thing. My other two grand dogs, the little chihuahua is still kind of unsure about the whole thing. Um, you know, so it's, it's a hurry up pose, hurry up, click, hurry up, praise. You know, it's, it's just a constant thing with him. The other one, you know, my, the uh, pit bull cattle dog mix. When I go to the front room, he goes to the front room. The cat, you'll see him way down in there somewhere. He I goes f- to the front it. room because they get treats and they get praise. And so uh-huh. that's, you know, yeah, that's important to them. So bribing, works bribing, and... definitely bribing. <laughs> Whole possible treats. Uh, I've been so I've got to give faster at taking photos because my dog Mercy has an attention span of about three to five seconds. Five seconds on a good day. Um, yeah, the moment like I've got her like right where I want her and everything, I'm like, okay, just stay still. Boom, she moves. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, oh my god. <laughs> I use stay and I use a hand motion as well, like a, like a stop hand motion. Um, and that's for stay. And the whole time I'm backing up because I don't use a tripod. Everything I do is handheld. The whole time I'm backing up to get that shot, I'm going stay, stay, stay. And I'm raising my voice because it gets their attention. And then as soon as I click, I tell them good. And and then they come to me for that treat. So they learn, you know, the, the more you do it, they will learn. Oh, if I sit here long enough, I'm gonna get that treat that I've been uh, that I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that incredible. Awesome. Well, next question is gonna be for Christina. And Christina, what kind of camera are you shooting with? Um, I'm shooting with my primary camera is an eighty. 80- um, a Canon 80D and uh, the lens varies depending upon what I'm trying to shoot um, I'm obsessed with bokeh photography so uh, usually it, my two lenses are that are my go-to are my 50 millimeter um, which is more if I'm trying to get bokeh in the background and then um, I have an 18 to 300 lens that is on there for if I'm doing landscape photography or uh, any type of variety of photography um portrait work though i usually try and use my 50 millimeter if i can um but yeah that's i've always been canon and it's kind of just over the years i've had to replace cameras um uh, the worst time i think was when i was in maine a couple of years ago it was 2017 and we were about to go on this amazing 18 lighthouse cruise photography thing <laughs> And my camera, I took it out. I never take it out in the rain. And for some reason, I was just like, oh, I'm in Maine. I need to capture this magical garden. And boom, I lost my camera. I put it in um, rice and it did not come back to life. So I had to, uh, (laughs) yes, I had to replace it while I was in Maine. And I, you know, luckily that we were by a Best Buy and I was able to, you know, you're not expecting to have this expense while you're on vacation, but thank God I was able to replace it. And, um, you know, we went, we went from there, but it seems like every time I lose a camera, it's during a vacation or a trip or something like that. This is, I think my sixth camera that I've had, but I've I've always shot with Canon. I'm just, you know, uh, and I just tried, you know, I just moved over to mirrorless. Uh, so that's my first camera without a mirror in it. And it's, I, I like it. It's been really 
you know, the images are really nice. Very cool. I am loving all this talk right now because I am slowly starting to learn, like, you know, all these different terms. And I, this is amazing to me. It's like a whole new different language. So it is. is. (laughs) Jody. Yes. What do you you shoot with? I shoot with a Sony a 65. Um, It's about nine years old. So I literally push it to its limit, um, which is probably a good thing because I'm bound and determined I can do everything with it that everybody does with their brand new cameras. So I have to figure out how to make that work. Um, I will always probably stick with Sony's. If not, it will be a Canon. Um, my husband has Nikon and I mean, it, it shoots just as well as mine, but for some reason I, I like the Sony. Uh, I have uh, generally my 18 to either 200 or 250 millimeter lens, I'm not sure, on there because it serves a wide purpose for me. Um, And that way I don't have to change often. When I got the camera, it was a kit camera, which if you talk to professional photographers, that's like a dreaded word apparently, but that's what I could afford at the time. So that's what I have. It came with a kit macro lens, uh, which I'm very pleased with. Um, You know, I do all my macro with that. And then I did buy a Tamron lens, which is my 18 to 300. And I have an extender on that so that I can do wildlife photography. Very cool. Let me ask you guys. So I know with this camera that I bought, it doesn't have a detachable lens. But do they sell anything that that can like go over it or anything like that? Or am I just wishing? I think you're probably wishing, but I'm not sure. Okay. I'm having the same thought, but I'm not familiar with Minolta. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I kind of ran into the same thing. This one was like a starter kit, you know, type thing for me. And, you know, some of the people that I know that are in photography, they're like, Oh, well, you know, that's nice. You know, you'll, you'll have fun with it. You know, uh, one person even told me they're like it's probably not any much different from what you've got on your cell phone but i mean some of the recent photos that i've taken i'm like oh no this is a major major game changer for me so right right yeah and you might be able to put some filters on it i'm not i'm really not familiar with minolta but that's a possibility as well or even make your own filters yeah mm-hmm. so, ah, do, it go, do it yourself <laughs> yep I know. I think I'm going to be running over to Jody a lot. Like she's probably going to be like, "Oh my god, why did I meet this guy?" <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> I've got like I'm probably going to have like a million questions for you, but um, you know, a lot of uh, basically what I'm getting from a lot of people right now is they're like, "Just play with it, man. Just yes, keep shooting, yep. change yep. the settings, and then yep. just remember what you had the settings at." <laughs> yep, and and you know what? And I know Christina does this as bad as I do. Take a thousand pictures of one thing. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Because let me, t- I mean, like up until like two years ago, I'd hear t- people talking about um, uh, sun flares and I'd see them and I'd think, oh, would they Photoshop that in there? How'd they do that? And then one day I just kind of leaned to the right a little bit when I was taking a sunset picture and there they were in my camera. And I was like, are you kidding me? Huh? And so now it's like when I go out to shoot a sunrise or a sunset, I'm taking like a degree at a time one way and then a degree at a time the other way to get these sun flares. And sometimes they're too much and sometimes they're just right. Very cool. There I you completely go. agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I I come back from if I shoot one lighthouse, I will come back with at least 100 pictures yep. easily because <laughs> you've got to go all the way around you got to go all the different <laughs> angles you got to go up you got you know there's all different perspectives and and things that you can do and uh when I initially was learning like when I really really got into it I would say uh probably around 2013 I um met up with a photographer that's a friend of mine and she taught me how to shoot um manually instead of I always have my camera in, in automatic mode so she you know gave me a few basics she was like okay here you go off to the races and she was just like go out and shoot every single day and just you know pay attention to what you're doing and and play with it and that's the best way to learn is just to go out there shoot and see what you come back with and 
you'd be surprised like how much that camera can do you know I was just shocked at how it could bend light in different ways and like Jody was talking about with the sunshine like it there it it really could create a lot of magic that you can't quite capture on a cell phone it's just it's so much fun very cool I am loving all of this right now I'm like I like wish I had a notepad with me right now so when I go back I'm gonna have to listen to this podcast like 10 times (laughs) let me ask you guys do you guys do any photography with your cell phones I do yeah I definitely do okay I would say primarily most of it I don't post except to story um or like for memory purposes I have two kids so or let's say I want to just document okay I was here on this date so that I can look back in my camera and see where I was in my camera roll Uh, that type of thing yeah good old timelines Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much the way mine is, too. Um, I only have an iPhone 6S, so it's not like super megapixels, you know, but it does well. And if that's all I have, then I'll make it work. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. There's some times when you have nothing else with you and something amazing is happening and, you know, you just got to get it. You got to get that photo. Absolutely. (laughs) And in case you're wondering, the camera goes with me almost everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was the next question. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Because you just never know. You just never, ever know. So I've, um, ever since I got this camera, I've noticed that I bought a little backpack for it. And that thing is packed up and it's right next to me because I was sitting there thinking and I was like, okay, there's times where I'll have like a couple of like action figures or Funko Pops with me and, you know, I'm driving and then all of a sudden I see like maybe some, you know, really nice graffiti or, you know, like a really nice, you know, um, out here in Albuquerque, we have a lot of desert. So when you run across something that's got green and everything like that, you kind of go crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I, I, I'm always pulling over and, and, and getting these different shots and stuff. But now with the camera and then I'm also excited, I'm going to be leaving for um, Durango in Colorado. Awesome. Uh, Wow. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a couple of hikes out there and stuff. So I'm super excited about what I want to be able to see and, you know, just, um, you know, just taking photos. And so right now I've been literally looking on Amazon too, because I need to upgrade the memory card. Cause I already know that I'm going to go bananas when I get yep. out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> extra batteries, extra batteries. Too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I learned I will, the hard way. I will do that. I, I've got an additional battery charger, but that, um, having an extra battery makes more sense because I can't, you know, plug it in and then wait for it right. to charge and then take right. it back yes. out. So I got I you. have I have five batteries. Oh my I might, god. I might be a little obsessed. But if we're gonna be out <laughs> you know if we're gonna be out all day and if it's cold because we will be out in the cold too here. If it's cold it'll drain your battery so quickly. So yeah I have five batteries in my backpack. I also purchased um a battery charger that I can connect to the um portable battery i can't think of the the right terminology there with that a battery pack okay like you do your phone oh that's great i don't even have that jody i love that idea i've got to do that i have um like one that will go into you know in my car but nothing like that i've got to look into that thank you (laughs) this is awesome yeah. <laughs> the, the only other thing I would recommend too is when you're away, I don't know if everyone does this, but I am so nervous that I'm going to lose what I took. So I usually, uh, when we travel, we bring a laptop with us and I'll bring a portable um, hard drive. And I do try to back my pictures up every night because like Jody said, when I'm out there, I'm shooting thousands of pictures, on, especially on vacation. If I'm going to be gone for, you know, at least four or five days, I'll bring that. I put them on there and then um, Amazon has, you can upload your pictures to their photography app. So I, I feel like at least I'm, I'm backing them up twice. So they're wow. somewhere else other than just my memory card, because God forbid, you know, recently I started working with a drone as well. 
Uh, my boyfriend has a drone and he lets me use it sometimes, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but God forbid it goes into the drink. We have a way to back up the pictures. Um, we were recently, I know I'm rambling a bit, but when we were on vacation in Rhode Island, um, his drone got attacked by a peregrine falcon. And (laughs) the thing's like flying after it. And he's like, he's flying backwards. And thank God, nothing. the bird was fine. The drone was fine. But, you know, these things, it it could happen. You could lose all these pictures that you took. And then you come home from your vacation and it's kind of, you know, it's a bit devastating. So I would suggest trying to, if you can, um, if you're able to bring along something where you can back them up, that might be a good idea too. And then okay. this way you're freeing up some space on your memory card as you go as well. Wow, look at Christina, next level photography, oh. now shooting with a drone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't own it, but that. Uh, pretty good, actually. He, he just, um, it's not my drone, it's my boyfriend's drone, but the perspective that you get, especially lighthouses, which is a thing that we really enjoy doing, you just get such a cool perspective up from in the air and you get to see things that you couldn't really see other than going out there on a boat or, you know, on a cruise or something like that. Cause you can fly it out a little bit further. So it's, it's really opened up a lot to us. We're trying, our goal is to see all of the lighthouses in the United States. Um, I think we're up around 300 in the past three years that we've been able wow. to see or shoot. Yeah. So it's, you know, we've, we've still got a long way to go. There's a lot of lighthouses in the United States, but it's been really fun. That is amazing. That is so cool. Jody, you still there? Did we lose Jody? Hmm. Oh, I hope we didn't lose her. I hope not. Oh, Jody, if you're still there, just uh, chime in and let us know you're back. I, I can still see you on the in the in the room. So hopefully we get Jody back. I wonder what happened there. Um, Christina, so how um you know what are the do you guys have like any goals right now or anything for for the best of USA uh, toys on Instagram? Is there, you know, anything you guys are hoping that comes out of it or um our initial goal was just reaching people and um it's it's hard to find photographers from the united states for the toys because a lot of times people will when they tag they'll put like a galaxy from far away or you know um if it's a spider-man picture they'll put new york or queens or something like that but it might not actually be shot in the united states so it's it's just been uh, a little bit of a challenge to find people um from the united states and i think a lot of photographers maybe but you you can't really tell so we have to ask that question a lot of times but it's it's you know finding these photographers and getting their work out there and just building a community where you know it's it's fun we we all interact and support each other I think that's really the goal is just to you know have fun with it and we just recently had a thousand followers which was you know our goal for I think the month of I, I was hoping for August 1st. So that was very exciting to to hit that goal and to, to see that support. Very cool. Very, very cool. How do, um, it, what, let me ask you. So, you know, we talk about, you know, shooting toys and stuff like that. What are some of the things that you, you know, that you, that you like to like to take, you know, uh, pictures of? Um, well, I would say definitely Marvel. Um, I, got into that arena <laughs> I watched a Thor movie and of of course it's you know Chris Hemsworth so <laughs> I found that I I really like Thor <laughs> uh so I got into that and then started watching all of the movies and then that led into you know more Disney things and so I'd say my favorites to shoot would be Marvel but I um I I've also really you know I I've enjoyed a lot of the Disney uh things that they've been coming out with like Loki and um, Grogu and I have a couple of Funkos not a ton of them I think maybe six or seven Um, but pretty much anything that I can get in front of my lens I'm excited to shoot it's just fun to see what where you could put them what type of atmosphere and what you know how it will look at that point so it's just 
yeah, I don't know. I, I pretty much like to shoot anything. There's, there's really nothing that I'm not excited to shoot, but um, those would be my go-tos for sure. Very cool. Very cool. So what, you know, um, what's your collection look like? Like, you know, I know a lot of toy photographers are just like, oh my God, where do I start? And, you know, <laughs> do you, do you have like a large amount? of? Oh yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be like a package in the mail and my daughter will open it and she'll be like, is this for me? No, no, I'm going to shoot that. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's getting pretty bad. I have like boxes in my basement and they're labeled. It'll be like, Disney princesses and Marvel and over here is like Ghostbusters and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm trying to get more organized because I have so much that, you know, I just, I don't even know what I have anymore. I just, it's just something, you know, especially during COVID, I was ordering a lot from eBay and trying to find things at the thrift store, things like that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you're not alone. Like every <laughs> toy photographer I've talked with, they're just like, I don't even know how I can keep track. And they're like, I just open a crate and see what I can find. And they yes. from there. <laughs> yes. Oh, hear me now. Hey, yes. Yes. Hey, I had to completely check out and then completely check back in. I don't know what happened there. I apologize. Oh, I'm glad you're oh, back. <laughs> we're glad to have you back. Thank and I, you just face what question I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. So we've got Dalmatians and a bunch of other stuff going in on your Instagram. And I see some firefighting stuff. Mm -hmm. My that husband are... is a volunteer firefighter. He has been for over 30 years. Um, he's the assistant chief on the department. So just all but about nine months of my married life has been as a firefighter's wife. Our uh, second child is a full-time firefighter here in Ohio and a paramedic. So it's, it's just part of my life. Um, I'm able to, I have the chief's permission to go to scenes if I'm available and take pictures. So that's a huge plus, huge plus for me. That is super cool. And be sure to thank your husband and your okay. family yes. for their services. I will. Thank you. Thank you. I um I came close to becoming a firefighter. I was in the academy and I got injured and it just kind ah. of yeah. So I kind of just uh hung up my boots at that time and I never went back and <laughs> I kind you know I regret it but um it's um kudos and and a thousand million thank yous to the people that that I do that for us. And they do too. <laughs> So we, uh, me and Christina were talking about our toy collections and uh, Jody, what does yours look like? Well, it's not technically mine per se. Uh, my oldest child never grew up. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, he's an adult and has a job, you know, and has a house and everything. Um, but he's always been obsessed with toys. So right now, because they're redoing his house, I have literally all of his toys in fact christina had asked me we'll send a picture and i said do you want a panoramic view because that's the only <laughs> way because this kid i you know 37 years old and he's still a kid to me this kid literally knows the goodwill he lives in cincinnati so he has access to a lot of goodwills a lot of thrift stores um and it's just it's it's his obsession um so i have a lot of them here I kept almost all the toys from when our kids were growing up. Um, so I have all of those. So we have a lot of 80s toys, which is, is great. Um, and then if I see something on sale, I just bought this real nice, huge dinosaur for five bucks at a local Goodwill. That was my big score over the weekend. Now getting him into a photograph, that's, that's the hardest part. But um, I see stuff, you know, and I, I buy it. And then, of course, I have my grandson, and so he's all the time saying, here's this, you should do this as a picture. He's right there to help. So oh. it's a lot of inspiration right there, a lot. Very cool. That is awesome. Um, it's, there's, there's no better feeling than finding, you know, a nostalgic toy at a great price. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I am, uh, I'm always out there toy hunting, and I mean... I can't keep up with all these new releases that are coming out, but no, either. 
going, you know, going to these thrift, these thrift stores and indoor flea markets and stuff like that, and just seeing something, not only from my childhood, but something that just looks really cool. And I know that the light bulb is flickering <laughs> above my head. You know, yep, it's, yep. <laughs> it's warming up because you know the you know the the ideas are starting to come out. That's it, it's so much fun. Yeah, I recently watched one of your um, YouTube videos, and I didn't realize, oh, no. I never thought about, no, 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 it was good. I was thinking, wow, I never thought about flea markets. Like, it, you could probably find some great stuff there. I've always gone to thrift stores or, or you know, things like that, or you find some, sometimes you'll find stuff on the beach, but I was like, oh, that's a whole other avenue that I, I haven't thought of. The beach, and people were scared of it. What was it? <laughs> The, I, it's in my gallery. Um, it was. It's a monkey, and he's holding a banana, and he's literally probably thirty years old. And he was oh, on our. We have so a lake, cool. and he was there in a in a stump. And so I took some pictures with him, <laughs> and people are like, "Do you have that in your house?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do, actually." <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my oldest child said, "You kept him, right?" Yes, John. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a true collector <laughs> yes he is absolutely and and he you know he knows the stuff that's out there but like funko pops i never heard of funko pops until i got on instagram so yeah i'm oh my god i um oof. my godson brought me a funko pop oof, god about five six years ago and put it in my hands and at the time, I was in love with the show Sons of Anarchy. I would mm-hmm. literally watch it week to week. There was no binging here. It was, <laughs> you know, we're, we're ready. Um, so he put this Jack Teller one in my hands, and I was just like, oh, my God, what is this? And, <laughs> like, the, the I've always been a collector as a child. I collect, you know, baseball cards, football cards. I was doing all these different things, and then, he went and stuck this Funko Pop in my in my hands, and then oh my god! Like I go to Hastings when we used to have it, Toys R Us when we used to have it, um, you know, all these different places, and they're everywhere. And like the whole time, I was just passing them by, not even paying attention to them. That was such a bad idea because I have so many things that I liked as a child. I, Funko was like pulling everything out of my brain, and I had to get all of it. You know, just so that I could have all these memories. The collection, yeah, the collection got crazy. And then that's where I, like, finally, when people started making the comments and saying, like, hey, have you gone to the Albuquerque Funko Museum? It's at Nando's house. I was like. (laughs) 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 That's where I was like, okay, I I need to stop. (laughs) And, and, you know, just focus on something else. But then it's just, um, yeah, it's. It's such a, a very, very deep rabbit hole to jump into, and <laughs> yes. I haven't found my way out yet. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's a healthy rabbit hole, though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was just, uh, it was funny. I was telling Sal the other day, I was like, you know, I've been selling so many Funko Pops, and, you know, my collection's getting lower, and I'm finally to that point where, you know, I can say goodbye to Funko at a distance, and then all of a sudden, they go and drop this Rocky collection that's going to come out, the Sylvester Stallone movie. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love Rocky. Like, I can watch them at least once a week and, you know, still feel happy. And, um, yeah, they dropped those, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, seriously, Funko? <laughs> <laughs> One of the great things about Funko, too, is, you know, I tend to, you know, not talk bad about them or anything, but I do get frustrated with them. But one of the beautiful things about Funko is they did bring a great community together. Um, I don't know if you guys have known, but I, you know, I say it on the podcast, uh, you know, when I get the opportunity to, but Funko allowed me to create a group here in Albuquerque called the New Mexico Chasers Limited Edition. Mm, that's we, cool. We went out and we raised money for the Albuquerque Public Schools. We actually went out and purchased um, supplies for kids that, you know, you know, their parents couldn't purchase everything that was on the list for them. Awesome. And then and then we also we were able to um, enter into the doggy doddle and we were able to raise money for the um, New Mexico um, Animal Humane. Oh, so, awesome. oh that's wonderful. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we, we've done a couple of things. And then also, you know, Funko brought me into the into the photography world as well. So, you know, it's it's blessed me with a lot of things. And, you know, here here I am doing a podcast and, you know, I've got two wonderful people on here right now you know, just talking about the things that we love, which is absolute, which is an absolute blessing. Right. Yeah. So ladies, I think we've covered the photography part. Would you like to play a game? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I purchased, um, a game called Poddex, and it's specifically for podcasts. The the questions are a little off the wall, but you know, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, um, I am going to give you guys the choice. Well, actually, what we'll do is we'll start with Christina, and then we'll and then we'll go with Jody. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so Christina, what would you like to go with? Would you like to go with what the heck or would you like to go with would you rather? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with would you rather. Would you rather. Okay. Excellent choice. All right. Let me shuffle these cards up a little bit here. All right. And this question is going to be for all three of us. There's always – there. It, Participation is mandatory in the Funkaholics podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Christina. Would you rather blow up 100 balloons or lick 500 envelopes? Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the balloons because at least you're burning calories. Hey, and it doesn't taste as disgusting. Love that. Love that answer. <laughs> Jody, you're in the hot seat. What oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I'm going to have to go with the balloons. I just don't know how many of them I could do that without passing out, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love those answers. I'm going to go with balloons, too, because I'm just full of hot air. So there you go. <laughs> Okay, let's do another would you rather. Okay, Christina. Okay. Would you rather have pizza rolls or pizza bagels? Pizza bagels. Ooh, excellent choice. Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think I like bagels. It just, it popped in my head first. <laughs> I'm not <Okay>. really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, how about you? Pizza rolls or pizza bagels? Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Very cool. I am going to go with Jody on this one and go with the pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just, I, to me, it's just a little bit more convenient. And I, God, I forget. Well, the ones that, anything that you can microwave half of the time, I'm, I'm all bored. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Christina, would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or a porta potty? Oh, um, definitely a dumpster because you might actually find something interesting there. Hey, look at that! <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> Christina is bringing her A game today. In the dumpster. <laughs> in the dumpster. <laughs> Jody, dumpster oh, or porta potty? Definitely dumpster over the porta potty. If I may, my grandson just experienced a porta potty for the first time about a month ago. <laughs> he was excited to go in there, mind you. <laughs> and he got in there, and all we heard was, This is not what I thought. <laughs> so he has to put the dumpster, I think. <laughs> very cool um i'm gonna go with the dumpster as well um i just don't like the odds of what porta potty i would would end up in so put me in a dumpster let me search and yeah i love that answer from christina you never know what you might find in there right right on let's do one more would you rather and then we will jump over to what the heck 
Okay, Christina, would you rather have your most embarrassing photos posted on Facebook or accidentally fall in public and the video go viral? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'd rather fall for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'd fall and then National Geographic would discover my page and then they would like it and I would be able to travel all the time. <laughs> I don't there know. I go. definitely. Networking I don't want an accident. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. You just don't know. Jody, what about you? Embarrassing photos posted on Facebook or accidentally falling in public and the video go viral. I've wrecked my bike in front of the bank in front of I don't know how many people and survived. So I, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather do that again than. Although I really don't, I don't allow my picture to be taken very often. So embarrassing pictures don't really exist. So, um, but yeah, falling down because I do that often. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's this whole, it's a whole photographer mentality of back up, back up. I got to get back a little further. Oh, I didn't put <laughs> the hole back there. <laughs> Yeah, so true. <laughs> You'll learn that too. You'll learn that too when you get out more. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, all of a sudden you you know you've got the subject right there, and then before you know it, you're taking pictures of the sky, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very cool. Um, I would probably go with. I to me, I'm kind of thinking money here, so I'm thinking the video going viral. Maybe it's an opportunity, you know, to become one of these. <laughs> you know, YouTuber sensations or uh, TikTokers, whatever. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay. Um, let's jump into what the heck. I think we got a lot of great answers from Would You Rather. I am very impressed and excited with um, some of Jody's answers as well. It sounds like a lot of these cards were related to her. They might have been <laughs> pulling some, some pages out of her story there. <laughs> I'm excited too. I didn't know about that, Jody. <laughs> Learning some really good information here. <laughs> oh well, let's just say you can't ride parallel along a thin curb oh. with a bicycle tire and then try to do a 90. It doesn't work. <laughs> Everyone getting educated on the Funkology podcast over <laughs> here. I love it. <laughs> Okay, Jody, we're going to start with you. What the heck, Jody? What's the grossest thing you've ever seen someone do in public? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> huh. I really don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, We might have I, stumped her on this one. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I, I, I've seen a lot of stuff. I, I really don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll jump over to Christina, and if you if you think of something, okh okay. chime in. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. That's hard. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I definitely have looked over as I'm driving and seeing people picking their nose, which is pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything that could top that, but I'm sure I've seen it. I just can't think of it at the moment. Actually, I did see something. I just don't know how much you want to know here. Oh, I don't know um, if it's going to top mine, so by all means. <laughs> I actually saw a lady reach down the back of her pants and... I'm going to assume scratch an itch and then proceed, <laughs> and then proceed to smell her fingers. After oh her. my oh. God. Oh. No kidding. No kidding. No. So yes. I think you just block some of them things out. So. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. So that's pretty good, but uh, I've, I've got one that's going to. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I take my dog walking in the neighborhood a lot we have a public school that's right down the street and you know there's a public park right next to it as well um one night when i was walking her i kind of noticed that she was like you know looking in a certain direction and i walked with a flashlight so i happened to flash a they had to have been a homeless person but they were literally 
in squat in squat position mm. right oh. up against a chain link fence. So I basically caught everything that was coming out of them. Ah. Oh. Yeah, for that brief moment. And yeah, needless <laughs> to say, I pulled Mercy back and I'm like, we're going the opposite way. Right. Because <laughs> I because dad might have to pull over over here and you know <laughs> spill his guts from what he just saw. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so that was one of the things. I mean, part of me was just like, oh, my God. I was like, seriously, in the public park, man, I right. couldn't find, like, a, you know, a different spot. I almost wanted to yell at him, but I was like, you know what, Fernando, possibly mental health, you know, all these right. things that we go down the list. So I was like, I, you know what, have have a great time. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going the other way. <laughs> Good decision. I hope you got some, you got some toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah, so that was, oh, my God, that was my story. <laughs> okay, what the heck, Jody? If humans came with a warning label, what would yours say? Ooh. <laughs> Easily distracted by anything photographable, if that's a word. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and, I like um, that. Very short temper. <laughs> <laughs> So yours comes with like a flammable uh, yeah, yeah. Lo- logos on there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Christina? I think that she nailed it. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> what mine would be too. <laughs> We're at like Legoland a couple of weeks ago and the kids are like, mom, mom, they're looking over and I'm, I'm, I found a bird feeding <laughs> its chicks in the tree. <laughs> Oh <laughs> like, sorry, I, I had to photograph that. Yep. There's like all these yep. amazing things around and I see I happen to see a mama come in and, and feeding her chicks and of course I had to stop and they're way up the path and I'm over there shooting. Oh I'm my god. Behind all the time. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'll catch up later. Yes. <laughs> Give me a call. Just let me know where you're at. Oh, man, that is too funny. So for me, I think my warning label would come with um, class clown loves to joke around. I, um, <laughs> I I like to laugh and kind of poke the bear and get somebody excited and hopefully not too excited, but I love to play around a lot. So Good. mine would probably come with like a Toys R Us logo on it or something. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> and you can tell based on your personality and our talks. Yeah, you can definitely see that. Uh, they, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad that it comes through through the. Uh, you can hear it through the through the through the airways here, and and, and not <laughs> you know worrying about video conference calls and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> okay, Jody. What the heck? What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? Wow. Well, um. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I grew up in a home that collected antiques. I went a lot of places as a child, so I've seen so much. And then, like I said, my oldest collects toys, and he's brought home some weird stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have a moment to think about this. <laughs> okay, Christina, anything yeah. you can think of. I don't know. I feel like Jody got the the, the harder part here than I did. <laughs> no. I don't know. I can't think of anything. The only thing, I, the first thing that popped into my head was uh, when I first started doing uh, when I moved to down to the area that I'm in. I'm closer to the beach, and I personally know that I had fake teeth in my house. Um, I found them on the beach, and I brought them home, and everyone thought I was crazy. <laughs> What? <laughs> yes it's probably one of the strangest things i found on the beach and i it's not it has not happened to me once or twice it's happened to me three times what? and yes they just you know the it, i don't know what you call them i'm probably not using the right dentures. word but dentures? yes dentures okay. yes yep <laughs> full-on one was a like the whole rack up top another was like the back teeth and then like a brace in between and then there was like another one where it wasn't quite full <laughs> all on the beach that's a very bad day to lose something that expensive oh so, definitely 
I can't think how, of anyone else's house. How do you walk away? Not realizing you lost your teeth. I well, don't understand. You know, maybe the ocean came up and stole it. I've definitely lost toys well, to the true. ocean. That's true. Well, yeah, you almost lost the little mermaid. Did and I lost some little tykes toys. I had to rebuy them on eBay. Oh no. <laughs> that that blows my mind because I mean I I would know if my teeth were gone. Or, like, you know what I mean? It just, it blows my mind. Like, Joey but, just saying, like, how do yeah, you, not if you know get caught, <laughs> If you get caught in the tidal wave, though, and you would open yeah. your mouth and they would get sucked uh, out, yeah, you would lose, yeah. So, there oh, yeah. Go. There we go. Uh, True. We got some detectives here. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that you could think of, Jody? No, honestly, no. Because, like I said, I, I grew up with antiques. We collected, like, all kinds of antiques. So I've seen so much different stuff that people think is weird, and I've just already seen it. So and you're like, this is normal. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of stumped too. Um, I, I guess I would say. I mean, well, yeah, I, I would say, I, not necessarily weird, but kind of awkward. Um, there was a home that I went to, um, you know, through a friend, and right when you walk in there's a painting of um a naked woman and a naked man and the first thing that ran to my head is like oh my god i hope his wife or girlfriend doesn't come out and that's the person that's on the painting <laughs> um, because i just don't know how that conversation will go <laughs> um, so it was one that you know just kind of threw me off and i was just like and i'm like dude and he's just like we're not like he's like Nando, just don't, just, <laughs> just, just don't, because he already saw like where my eyes and where my brain was going, and he was just like, don't refocus, re <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, one of those things. And thank God, like he didn't just like you know walk us over and like, oh look at this art right up here on the wall, like, you know, because that would have been <laughs> there would have been too much that would have came out of me after that. All these oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay last one jody what the heck what is the scariest sound you could hear in the middle of the night um somebody yelling for help oh excellent answer that is a good one what about you christina <laughs> The first thing that pops in my mind <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm going to go with. It's just the sound of someone peeing, like, above me. <laughs> oh, that, that, So that, warped. That is definitely a startling one. Yeah. Um, I would say for me... Um, I'm trying to think of if I heard any, heard any sounds uh, while I'm walking Mercy. I know some that have startled me um, are like, you know, backfires from a vehicle or right. you know, something that sounds yeah. really close, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably say um, the one that would probably get me the most or, you know, the, the, uh, the worried, worried the most is probably someone crying for help. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys are definitely more humane than I am. <laughs> I think that's uh, the firefighter background in me and Joey. Probably. Yeah. Probably. No. I am always, uh, after, you know, EMT training and, and all that, like I am always on alert and just paying attention to my surroundings and doing right. all that stuff. So, yeah, we're just programmed. Yes, yeah. very definitely. <laughs> Right on, ladies. Well, I cannot thank you enough from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of Mercy's little heart. Um, we absolutely love that you guys gave us your time here and the knowledge and and just the the things that you provided to us here on the podcast is absolutely priceless. Priceless. So I cannot thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you. And may I put a quick quick plug in? Absolutely. Okay. Well, you have a dog. 
and I admin on a pets page on Best of USA. So we would love to feature her if you get a picture of her up with your new camera. Oh, Jody, that would be so <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I will yep. definitely go out there and find that. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, I love shooting Mercy when I can catch her at the right time. So <laughs> might take a little while, but I promise you I'll get one out there. Okay. Yeah, I just keep practicing. Yep. Yeah, I have to I have to kind of say that as well on the I, I just like to say if you want to be featured on the page, um, on the toys page, the best thing to do is to tag us. It's um hashtag best of the USA underscore toys. Or you can add us in the actual picture. You know, I could tag on the physical picture. Um, and if you can, put the location. That helps us so much. Yeah. So that we know where it is. Um, and we're and definitely... United we, we, States. <laughs> yes. Yes, it has to be in the United States. <laughs> and there's, like I said, there's 65 you know, uh, Best of the USA pages. So there is something for everyone. There's mm-hmm. different genres. There's a bunch of states. Um, you can look at the best of the USA family pages and that will show you all the pages that we have. Carrie is constantly expanding on these pages and coming up with new ideas and creative ways to to do things. So definitely check that out. And um, we've got an awesome team, so I can't, I can't say enough about them. They support us and, you know, this could not happen with, without all the moderators that are on the page. And we love finding new people to feature and share their work and it's just it's a really fun thing and we it's a great community so please please keep that in mind for any listeners that enjoy shooting toys that is so awesome thank you guys so much before we end the show christina how Mm -hmm. can the funkaholics listeners find you on social media okay um i'm on instagram primarily i um my my personal uh where i post my work is nautical expressions um that's where i do all my toys and landscapes and things like that so it's nautical expressions and then i have another page that i just recently started where i'm starting to share my portrait work so it's nautical expressions underscore portraits and then i do have a facebook page as well and uh that's nautical expressions as well awesome thank you so much jody how can the Funkaholics listeners find you on social media? Instagram at Stella's View 8. The number That's the number 8. And Stella is the name of my camera, in case anybody wonders why that doesn't match. <laughs> I love that. that <laughs> I do, so too. Cool. See, that's what happens here on the Funkaholics podcast. We get stories. I love it. This is great. Um, I am smiling from ear to ear right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for following along with us on this beautiful story with these two absolutely lovely ladies. Give them a follow. The photos are amazing. I cannot even give it the proper description, but they are as beautiful as the two that you just heard on the podcast. I am your host, Nando T. This is the Funkaholics podcast. That is F-U-N-K. A-H-O-L-I-K-S. We are everywhere. You scratch that podcast itch. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, five-star rating. It does so much for us. It brings amazing stories to life, just like you heard here. Till next time.